become a change maker in the health industry today. Enroll for the Functional Nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutritional Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and get a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay. Start your healthcare career today at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. That's thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. This edition of 100 Not Out is proudly brought to you by our 2018 longevity experience to the Greek island of Ikaria. Known as the island where people forget to die, Ikarians experience 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, and 20% less heart disease, and live longer than anyone else on the planet. To find out why this is and experience Ikaria for yourself, come join myself, Damien Christoph, and an intimate group of like-minded souls for an all-inclusive 9-night, 10-day life-changing immersion. Watch the highlights video, get all of your info, and apply on over at 100notout.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is Dr. Ageless, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, Brother Bear. <laughs> Hello, Brother. Dr. Ageless. You are Dr. Please? Ageless. I'll tell you why in a moment, but we must okay. remind our loyal listeners that this episode proudly brought to you by the 2018 100 Not Out Mediterranean Longevity Experience in Ikaria, June 25 to July 4. For all information, go to 100notout.com. Now, Damo. Yes. I call you Dr. Ageless because I was browsing um, social media last night, which is a, is a bit of a novelty for me, and I saw some... Uh, oh, what have you seen? What I, have you seen? I saw some reminiscing from um, the LT, great Lawrence me. Tam. Yes. Yes, reminiscing about the out, the outtakes. And I reckon I watched... These were outtakes for you and LT when you had another side business, Wellness 2.0, and yes. um, LT was reflecting that he was very raw and you... Uh, this was 2011, and and you were uh, very much his mentor. He didn't really have much um, experience behind the camera uh, or in front of the camera, and uh, downsized me was flying, and I was looking at these outtakes, and I must admit, I reckon I probably watched them in about 2012, just when I was getting to know you as well. And I've got to say, mate, you are Doctor Ageless. Apart from a little bit of you still got you've got some stubble on your hair. You had an absolute clean zero. I had a zero. I actually, had a that zero. was the first time I ever had a zero at that stage. And uh, you could tell because the sun reflected off my head so much that day. I, I, got, I actually got You got angry. That day. You got really I just, angry. I got so sunburned. It was like I was hot and the sun was pelting down in Perth. They were going through that period of time where almost every day was 40 degrees. And um, I think that day was, was a bit cooler. It was 39. And it was like one of those – it was just a day. Anyway, it was – yeah, I, I looked back at that head and I thought, oh, what did I do that for? But um, No, you looked great. That's what I wanted to say. You looked great and you looked ripped. I don't know if you were doing triathlons or some crazy ultra fit super Ironmans or whatever, but, mate, you were just – I don't know if it was the the, 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 the zero on the head. 
But mate, <laughs> you're gonna get the guns out more. You have you got a bit of an Adonis going on there. Uh, look, I think that's just push-ups and chin-ups and that sort of thing. So it was it was nothing really, you know, massive. I don't think. I think or maybe back then I was at the gym a bit more. But I don't know. I, it's, are you saying that I'm not ripped these days? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that I don't see you on a beach with a t-shirt only. I see you in a long with the, shirt what, with a where jumper the wild on. Are t-shirt. You know, maybe with a Richmond Tigers Guernsey <laughs> underneath yes. uh, that no one can yes. see because it's so frigging cold where you live. Yeah. That, yeah, um, you know, maybe we need to get you on a beach in a warm climate more often and you can um, give us a bit of a gun show and show us what it's like to be DK because you, you're just in good nick. That's what I was impressed at watching the video. I was like, you haven't aged a day. Uh, thanks, mate. Well, I mean, we're going back quite a few years there. That's back to, yeah, that's, that was a long time ago. So it's way before the wellness guy. LT, on the other hand. <laughs> and I know he doesn't listen to 100 Not Out. <laughs> he doesn't. He might, though. I'll LT. tell you what, he might. If you, if you drop his name, <laughs> he might. someone might let him know that... Uh, LT looks a little bit different. I would say he looks wiser these days. He looks he looks wiser these days. He's got an edge to him that he didn't have when he recorded those videos with you. And very innocent back then, didn't he? He had a bit of pu- not puppy fat. That's not the right word, but um, he looked more pubescent in that uh, video than he does these days. He did. He, <laughs> he looked more like a teenager now. He looks about twenty-one, but in that video, he looked about fifteen, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, that'd be about right. Yeah. Six years. So he's he's a long. He's still looking in his twenties. That's the thing with LT. <laughs> <laughs> he does have great hair, though, LT, which, uh, you know... Oh, does it's impeccable. There's some wisdom coming I, through. I'm telling you what, I want to I wanna see his baby photos. I reckon he came out with hair like that. <laughs> I think he did. I think he came out. He was holding probably a tub of American crew with the hair already like that, and um, <laughs> it just hasn't moved ever since. That's I think true. he's got it on an intravenous kind of drip that just pulses through his... straight through his uh, skull and out to the follicles <laughs> of the hair, and it just... Automatically shapes the way that it's meant to. Oh, yeah, I wonder whether or not it is American crew if it's uh, muck or, yeah. or something else. Brill cream? No, it wouldn't be brill cream because it's not strong yeah, enough. If he was up know. in Byron, it'd be all over Jack the Snipper. Shout out to my local barber. <laughs> but um, now we're speaking about technology <laughs> here. We're speaking about all of these things. And uh, we're speaking about, you know, we saw this on YouTube and I was browsing on social media and we're connecting right now over Skype. And you called me the other night somewhat randomly, and I love our random calls. You were inspired. I think you'd had a bit of an epiphany or a paradigm shift or a uh, something, which was it was a very inspiring about 240-second chat we had before you and Amber went and had some quality time. Do you want to share with us what you experienced midweek and, uh, and and what it means for the longevity listeners of 100 Not Out? Yeah, look, I went to a presentation um, around, uh, what was it called? Like it was, I've got it actually right in front of me here, Tech Clever. It was, it was a Tech Clever um, presentation. Now, I raised this the other day on the Wellness Guys, on our inaugural Wellness Guys routine. Hey, hey, hey. But I think this podcast will go to air before the Wellness Guys one does. So 100 Not Out got there first, and that's what I just want to let you know. Well, well let's uh, just, before you skip into Tech Clever, does that mean that we're officially uh, providing a scoop announcement? Are we, are we breaking news here? We are breaking are news. Are we breaking news that the Wellness Guys is returning? Yes, we we are returning. It's Brett and I. We've got a slightly different format. It's really nice. It's quite a calm, relaxed kind of feel. Um, it's nice. It's it's got undertones of music and tunes, and oh. um, it's 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 quite well 
put together. Uh, it's it produced. A summary. It's a com- it's got a, a commentary, and then an end. You know, there's you know, it's it's broken up quite nicely. It's it's a bit more modern. It needs a lot more production if we're to make it. You know, the same standard as some of the uh, the big budget podcasts. But uh, I think we're going to you know, we're just going to shift and change it, raise the bar a little bit. It's going to be nice. I look Mm. forward look forward to it for all of our listeners make sure if you haven't subscribed already search for The Wellness Guys in the iTunes store or Stitcher or wherever you consume your podcasts for the Mm. bigger better refined renewed refreshed reinvigorated version (laughs) of The Wellness Guys nice The Wellness Guys 2.0 it is Wellness Guys 2.0. How's the plan that one? that's amazing maybe I should get some t-shirts for that well the um Interestingly, so off the back of this particular presentation, this lady by the name uh, of Joe Orlando came and spoke and, you know, she has a program and she asks lots of questions and tries to help parents understand uh, being tech clever parents and um, just reflected on the different reasons why people at different stages of their life use technology, you know, and then when they use technology, what are they using in their technology that helps them, you know, engage. But one of the things that I became very, very quickly aware of was um, the need for people to embrace that technology is here and that we need to understand the language. Now, that's more than just using an app. That's more than just sending a text message or having your phone in your back pocket. It's actually um, embracing the desire of your children to communicate in that particular fashion. Now, let's go back some generations. Let's go back to when we used to send written letters to our friends and family. Um, our pen pals, that was a way in which we used to communicate. Some people, if they didn't um, embrace that style of communication, that was a connection, then that connection would disappear. So I remember sometimes my mum would write a letter and she wouldn't hear back from somebody for a long period of time and she'd go, oh, they, you know, that friendship's kind of just gone. You go, oh, okay, that's what happens. Or you'd send Christmas cards, you'd, you know, write out 300 Christmas cards at Christmas time, you'd get, you know, 299 back, and the one person who didn't send it wouldn't get a Christmas card the next year. That was kind of a, that was a, you know, that was a pivotal moment in a relationship where there's a breakdown um, in communication and perhaps that relationship could then move on, or maybe the end of the relationship doesn't need a Christmas card to keep it going. But you know what I mean? Like there's the respect of communication in the toing and froing of a relationship. And we see this in Ikaria in that, you know, when we go to Greece, there's a communication and everybody in the island communicates and, uh, and everybody knows what's going on in the island that's part of the community. Um, fast forward a little bit, then the telephone, you know, becomes very popular. Telephone calls become cheaper, um, and more more phones available. Then the mobile phone comes in, and people are calling each other, but it's expensive um, to use a mobile phone. The text messaging comes in, so people start texting. Um, email on your device starts to fly, and thanks to BlackBerry, good on your BlackBerry. Um, email, <laughs> Do you clutching? You are in. clutching so hard to BlackBerry. <laughs> oh, I love it. I pulled out my BlackBerry yesterday. Actually, I fired it up. I, I thought, oh, it's such a nice little device, and. Uh, um, I attempted to put my SIM card in, but <laughs> SIM card back then for my BlackBerry was so big that my new SIM card doesn't fit. It's bigger than my but, iMac. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So emails came through, short message service um, occurred, then with the invention of BBN, which is BBM was the BlackBerry Messenger service, which allowed you to send secure messages, um, which followed a, you know, a line of conversation. Um, and that was sent over data. So then it came in WhatsApp and then came in uh, Messenger and so on and so forth. And there's been this evolution of communication. And communication takes place when two people engage. Now, this is really important. And, and we, I'm getting to the point of this Tech Clever uh, presentation was that 
uh, at teenagers, we can call them screenagers if we like, but teenagers uh, are those uh, individuals in our society at the moment that use technology a lot. Um, they use technology to communicate and to interact, and their relationships are very much uh, tightly uh, bound in and around their technology. So, you know, where in the 80s we have a party, we'd have, you know, 150 people rock up to a party. We wouldn't worry about alcohol because we didn't need that that degree of social lubrication. Um, for communication purposes these days, you know, these kids generally rely on tech to communicate when they're in a social situation. It's a totally foreign environment. So something else comes in to take over that social lubrication it's not just hey how's it going how'd you go at cricket today it's like dude do you want to drink let's get loose and then you know let's start to have a conversation parties these days i know i'm being very general here but parties these days need a little bit more to get things going because the style of communication is very very different the point being that the communication style that our teenagers and our young children are using is tech driven um, it's easier for them to communicate so i thought oh, i'm going to start talking to jack via snapchat and see what happens you know, I sent him a text message, and then I sent him a Snapchat, and the Snapchat got the first reply. And wow. Then, then I sent a messenger, and that got a reply before the text message. And I was like, oh, okay, so like, there's a priority here in terms of communication. So I got home, and I said, hey, man, how'd you go today? He goes, yeah, good. And I said, you know, how was, you know, uh, your test? He goes, yeah, good, did pretty well. I said, that's great. And then I started communicating on um, Messenger. And he goes, what are you communicating a messenger for? And I said, oh, because I think it's easier. And, uh, and he just put a smile and a thumbs up and, uh, and I realized that, um, that maybe communication, part of the way in which we need to embrace communication um, is the embracing of the utilization of technology for our communication rather than demonizing it and making it a bad thing. It's actually part and parcel of the way in which we communicate. Anyway, we got given a, I got given a, a Google Home um, um, device thing. Uh, for Father's Day from Jackson. I think he just wants to have it in his room. And you, you say to it, okay, Google, you know, what? You, know, ask, you know, ask it a question and it does it. Or, okay, well, what's the population of Australia? Yeah, or dim the lights. Or, okay, oh, Google. Oh. Or, okay, Google, um, do I need an umbrella today? Or, okay, Google. And you ask this, you know, little machine, this stuff. And anyway, so that brought endless amounts of entertainment for Jackson because it was conversations with a device, a technology that, you know, brought everything to the forefront with immediacy. So, you know, one of the things that came up in this conversation around Tech Clever is that the reason why these kids hang out on devices and hang out on social media and hang out on YouTube and all that sort of stuff is because if ever they want to engage in something or with somebody, there's always something going on immediately. It's not like they've got to wait until they see someone or they've got to go to a party on Friday to catch up. or All of the communication is done immediately. Like everything they think about, bang, gets communicated. There's, there's no opportunity or time for processing or filtering. And so I thought that it was a really interesting thing to see where we're actually moving with communication. Um, we see that with uh, Facebook, people putting too many things on Facebook, uh, people getting, you know, I suppose, a bit swept up in the promotion of what's actually happening in their life uh, and, and thinking that everybody's actually really interested in it uh, as opposed to what Facebook um, could, in fact, otherwise be used for. Same for Twitter, same for – I mean, the American, American president runs the world using Twitter. So you kind of go, oh, it's just gone a little bit too far. So – uh, I thought it'd be a, an interesting thing for us to discuss and to talk about today. There's so much gold in there, Damo. Thanks for sharing it in detail. I think there's a number of things that I think of just as you talk about is that um, having the, the first thing you said, which I don't think a lot of people generally 
recognise is that you you bit the bullet. I don't want to say not the ego bullet, but you actually were like, well, hold on. If I'm going to connect with my son who's on Snapchat and Messenger and the rest, I could demonise it or I could actually, don't want to say if you can't beat him, join him, but you're like, well, I'm going to actually show enough care and respect for my son to communicate in the way that he likes to communicate rather yeah. than saying, you know, let's sit down and have a real conversation like young men should, which is yes. kind of like how we might have been brought up. It's well, like, as if well, you want to shoot on somebody, right? 100% right. So you were wise enough to go, well, how does Jackson like to communicate with Messenger and Snapchat even more than a text message? I'll go yeah. there. And that, yeah. is, I think, is the biggest weakness, if we're talking generally, of society today is they, they refuse to actually learn about the, the screen ages um, 2017 version, rather yeah. than doing something about it, they whinge and moan. And that yeah. does nothing for your longevity. All that does is alienate you even more from the generations under you as you get older, which then yeah. creates the isolation, the social awkwardness, the despair, the depression, not feeling valuable because you haven't sucked your ego down enough to go, you know what, I want to meaningfully engage with this generation and it's really going to be generations the older we get. Yeah. Um, how do I do it? Well, I must keep up with technology because if I don't, then I will be that isolated grandparent that doesn't know how to communicate with my very own family members. It's the left behind um, conundrum. So, um, oh, my mum won't mind me saying this, but uh, in the early 1990s, I think when I had my very first um, home computer after my Commodore 64, I had a an which IBM. Which was after the Atari. Yeah, which was after the Atari and the before the Nintendo and the Sega. I did have the Vic 20. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, after Sonic I, the Hedgehog. Yes, after Sonic. I, in 1992, I saved up $996 and I bought myself a, 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 a 386 computer. It wasn't even oh, a Pentium. Oh, not even a 486. No, a Pentium was a 586. You got a 386. Yeah, I got a That would have had, I think, about four megabyte of hard disk space on it. <laughs> it, I think it did. Um, it did. It had about. And I think I had eight gigabytes. Oh, sorry, eight megabytes. Yeah, it was uh, tiny. Yeah, and it was like a two hundred fifty-six kilobyte RAM or something. You know? <laughs> so, and it was able to, you know. And I had my uh, my Bubble Jet two hundred Canon printer. <laughs> the Bubble Jet. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember taking that down to uh, down to Geelong, and I was, you know, I didn't have. You to could only put it in the boot because it didn't fit in the back seat. It was so big. I didn't have to, and my little orange Gemini put 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 along Geelong Road to be able to get there. <laughs> but I took it down there and I plugged it in and uh, took all the power out of the house, and it was it was cool because I had my own computer, and I said to mum, "We got to get a computer." Anyway, she didn't want to get a computer. Didn't want to, she said, I'm, I like books. I, I prefer to use books. I don't want to learn computers. It's, they're, they're, it's not going to survive. It's kind of like saying to Steve Jobs or to... Um, iPhones will be a fad. Yeah, it's, that's right. You know, like it's just, it's just not going to happen. So um, a couple of years later, I moved back to Melbourne. Um, I upgraded to a Pentium processor and, um, and I'm selling computers uh, at Maya, you know, trying to get you know, into... Uh, studying naturopathy, I'm working at Maya selling, you know, computers. I think we've gone to a Pentium two processor by then, something like that. And uh, I got a computer at home, still using my budget two hundred because it was still working on parallel ports and it worked really well. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we, uh, I said to mum, you should, you know, learn how to use this. And she said, no, I'm not going to use it. Like I just, I don't like them. I think, you know, they, they're going to 
be all consuming computers around the world and I don't like it, I'm not going to learn it, and blah, 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 blah. A couple of years later, I moved down to Terrelgan and email starts. And I said, Mom, we've got to get an email address so that I can um, teach how to use email, communicate. She goes, I just want to write letters, you know, I just want to use paper. And, um, and then, so she doesn't, you know, embrace that. Um, a few years later after that, I moved back to Melbourne and um, I've got my, I've, you know, I've got a, a Nokia mobile phone at this stage, still using um, analog phones and I'm texting. I said, mum, you got to get a phone so I can text you. She goes, why don't you just pick up the phone and call me and speak to me? And so all of these different communication things, you know, mum wanted to reject because she just never really enjoyed it. But that meant that then the communication um, quantity uh, was restricted to what the quality communication was that mum wanted because communication takes place between two people. So you've got to find that common ground. If you love and desire to communicate with somebody, you've got to find what it is that they will resonate with in order to communicate. Mum needs to go find another person that likes letters or that yes. is in for phone calls and, and that number of people is dwindling and dwindling, which is what you're saying. That's right. And yeah. so now we're in, you know, 2017, we're, you know, some 25 years on from when I bought my first computer. And it's, um, it's, it's a very different world. We've got devices everywhere. You don't even turn your device off anymore. You've got iPad, iPhone, um, iPad Pro, you've got a MacBook, an iMac, you've, you've kind of, you've got Apple TV, you've got Google Home, you've got all these different interconnected mm -hmm. devices that mm -hmm. kind of make sure that everything in terms of communication is absolutely immediate. And now mum's going, how do I use this iPad? Um, I, I don't want to use Facebook because the whole world's going to know everything about me. I said, only the things that you put on there, mum. And so we've now got on Facebook, but she's now, I mean, Facebook's been around for what, 11 years, 10, 11 years. Yeah. And so she's 10 or 11 years behind the eight ball in terms of understanding what it actually does do. And so my thing is in, in order to remain relevant and to be able to have communication in your community with your loved ones, you've got to continue to move with that. Don't expect people to hang back. Um, you've got to move with it because it's it's not, you know, technology is such that today everything's moving so quickly. You don't want to get left behind because the redundancy factor um, is significant and it's, it's difficult to claw your way back into relevance uh, from redundancy. And I think uh, I just want to mention, I was thinking about this episode before we went to air and I thought, what are people going to go, but what about the listeners go, well, what about you guys in Ikaria? Like, I'm sure Ikaria is not like that. I reckon there's a couple of things that are really important to mention on this. On the island of Ikaria, they all live a very similar lifestyle. So the the example you just shared about your mum is if, if your mum's one of 7,500 people all within a confined space, then you can protect your culture as much as you like, right? Which the Ikareans do in terms of the way they socialise. They don't have many cars, public transport's not there, which we would say is very, you know, yesterday. But it's 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 um, yeah. island-wide. It's not just a small section. So everyone's on the same playing field. Um, the other thing is, is that, you know, as you and I were doing some major hikes with the entire group, you know, we recognised, I don't want to say a high-tech um, uh, plumbing system, but a, a plumbing system that served <laughs> the entire island. And I remember I you saying it's at that hoses. time, with hoses, but I remember you saying at the time, like, that type of operation needed the influence of, a, of of corporate. It wasn't a small business that was just a mum and mum and dad, you know, small business that was going around the island installing pipes and hoses like that had to be planned meticulously in order mm. to connect the whole island. Um, mm. And it did need some technology, and it did need machinery, and it did need things that weren't available a hundred years ago. And then yeah. I think the other point on that is that we would hardly know about some of the advances in 
longevity and what we talk about on 100 Not Out without technology. We, we wouldn't be running the Mediterranean longevity experience if it wasn't for TV shows like 60 Minutes that, that you know, bring it to our attention or uh, Dan Butner, you know, traveling around the world on airplanes and putting videos on YouTube and blogging and writing books, you know, which all require technology in order to educate the world. And so that whole form of education and learning and knowledge um, is integrated through technology. And um, and I think it's a, just a massive uh, point and, and we've all got family members and friends that, that haven't adopted it. And you could say, without sounding overly brutal, that it impacts your level of education, sophistication and ability to connect with humanity these days when you don't have the... Um, I don't want to say the desire, but the skill um, on certain levels of technology. Yeah, totally. Totally, I get you. And hey, you uh, feel older. Note, you just feel before older. We, just other, before, yeah, sorry, just before just, we're about to go, yeah, I'm, go. I'm, going to be, I'm meeting Michael Mosley on Sunday. Oh, nice. Is yeah. he, is he what, one-on-one or is he presenting in town? Or He's presenting in town and I've been invited to uh, to go along and, and meet him as an industry expert in around the gut. So, um, yeah. Just for those that don't know, you want to share a bit of Michael Mosley's background? Yeah, Michael Mosley invented the 5-2 diet and then he's just written a new book called Smart Gut and um, and so um, I've got, had the opportunity to, to go along with a probiotics company and uh, I'm, I'm you know super excited about it because this guy's a he's a researcher and, uh, and he's not swayed by trends and fads he actually uh, he, you know he, he looks at the he looks at good stuff and then writes good stuff it's uh, so I'm looking he's forward to it. He's an investigative journalist isn't he? He is like he you. Loves he loves it. Yeah, I'm not. Like I don't. Like, I don't know. Uh, what's the word? I don't. Um, not biohack, but uh, I. Um, yeah, it's got a. Yeah, you don't biohack here. I mean, it, I like we, to do, we do speak stuff. about it. Yeah, yeah 100%. exactly, exactly. 100%. But I think you know, his is his is finding ways to you know enable the body to have a, a better experience. It's not so much biohacking by using MCT or keto. <laughs> um, you know, drinks or anything like that, or or you know, oh, dehydrated stuff. It's it's actually using real food and and mm. using this concept called fasting, which isn't a bad thing. Um, people people who eat the least live the longest. Oh, gee whiz! Oh, I could learn a lot. Could learn a lot. Um, we better end this episode. It's a, it's a bit sad. To end this episode, <laughs> but there's a lot. I, I'm I've actually the next episode of 100 Not Out is going to be an absolute corker. So mm. if uh, if you're listening to this and the next one's available. Please listen because um, personally, I've, I've put the notes together for the next episode and I'm really looking forward to chewing your ear off about this demo. Okay. Uh, you don't even know what it is. No, um, don't. Now, <laughs> it's like episode without warning. Yeah. For those of you that have been listening to 100 on Out for some time, you will know that we are going to Ikaria in 2018, June 25 to July 4. There are limited spots available, but this will not be available for much longer. So if you know 2018 is your year, Go to 100notout.com, check out the highlights from our 2016 event, check out all the details for next year. And um, again, if you have any questions, you'll see contacts there to send myself or Damo a question. Damo, we must run. Anyone can find out more about you at damienchristoff.com. Myself, marcuspierce.com.au. Remember to listen to the new edition of The Wellness Guys coming up on The Wellness Couch. It is being re-released uh, with your host, Dr. Brett Hill and Dr. Damien Christoph. For more information on The Wellness Couch, go to thewellnesscouch.com. Check out the range of episodes there. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. We hope you enjoyed this edition of 100 Not Out. Now, if you love this episode and you love longevity, then you are invited to join Damien and I at our 2018 Longevity Experience on the Greek island of Ikaria. 
This is a nine-night, ten-day, all-inclusive immersion based at Thayer's Inn and Restaurant, TripAdvisor's number one place to be in Ikaria. Together, we'll be living the Icarian lifestyle, eating, moving, dancing, socializing, learning, and a whole lot more. This is a lifestyle that has 80% less dementia, 50% less cancer, 20% less heart disease, and the highest count of centenarians per capita in the world. They don't call it the island where people forget to die for nothing. To find out more and to apply, go to www.100notout.com. Applications are processed on a first-in, first-served basis, so even if you aren't 100% sure, your best bet is to fill out the application form. It is completely free to apply and only takes two minutes. We would love to have you there, so head over to 100notout.com for all the info. Until next week, thanks again for your support and may the rest of your life be the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.